Hi everyone. This podcast for English language learners today is adapted from a video I posted earlier this week on my YouTube channel. It is a bit longer than my usual podcasts. If you'd like to check out the video version or watch some of the other short videos uh, on YouTube, search for "Unlock Your English with Stephen." Many thanks for listening. Hi there, everyone. Welcome back to the playlist on my Unlock Your English channel. And in this session, we're going to look at phrasal verbs. And it could be quite a long video, so bear with me. All right. So phrasal verbs. Yep,、yeah, phrasal verbs is a subject that many people find confusing. Frustrating and try to avoid using whenever they can.、Um, I understand that, but you really should try to use them more. But there are thousands of them. Okay, there's literally thousands of phrasal verbs. There are new ones being created all the time. Now, for native English speakers,、um, phrasal verbs we don't study them. These are things that we just learn、um, naturally. In fact. Until I was about twenty years old, I wasn't even aware that there was a name for this combination of a verb and a preposition. I had no idea、uh, what a phrasal verb was. Okay, we just learn them. We pick them up in context, and it helps us to remember them. But of course, as a learner of the language from outside,、um, you've probably seen them, covered them in an English class, or in an English course book, or in a grammar book. So you don't have that same natural way of learning as us lucky native people have. And being native, we don't have to ask ourselves the questions that you find in these course books or in a class, where it's like, well, is it transitive? Is the phrasal verb transitive? Is it intransitive? Is it separable? Is it inseparable? Okay. Actually, most native people have no idea what any of that means anyway. Let alone try to explain it, but I am going to try to explain it. It's going to be quite a long video, this one, so bear with me.、Um, hopefully, I don't lose you. All right, let's start with the word transitive. Now, what the f is a transitive phrasal verb? Well, basically, if it's transitive, it just means that it requires a direct object, and if it's intransitive, it Doesn't require a direct object. Let me give you an example. In the morning, I get the kids up for school. In the morning, I get up at six o'clock. We're using the same phrasal verb "get up." In the first example, it's transitive because I used the direct object, the kids, so I get the kids up. But in the second example,、um, I'm not talking about anyone else other than myself. Which is the subject that I included at the beginning, so there is no direct object. So in this case, although it's the same phrasal verb, it is intransitive. Okay, there's no direct object. So I get up at six o'clock. No object. Okay, you could say another way of explaining what a transitive verb is is that the verb is related to or carries out an action on the object of the sentence. Okay, now here's a list of some more、uh, transitive phrasal verbs and intransitive. I'll give you some examples with them. 
So, uh, for example, look for the information. Okay, it's transitive. Uh, put on the jacket. Transitive, the jacket is the object. Uh, turn on the light. Take off your coat. Drop off your friends at the airport. Pick up the kids from the school. The intransitive examples. Please sit down. Drop by when you can. Let's eat out tonight. I'm going to go back tomorrow. Don't eat so much cake because you might throw up. Now you could also say that some of those uh, phrasal verbs uh, could also be called uh, prepositional um, verbs. And prepositional verbs tend to not change uh, the meaning of the verb. Whereas a phrasal verb, um, when you add the particle or the preposition or the adverb, then yes, it could be changing the meaning of the verb a little bit. But generally with prepositional verbs, um, there is no difference. For example, if I say, sorry, there is no difference with the verb meaning. For example, I could say, go up the street, go down the street, go along the street, go across the street. The verb go is the same in all cases. So the only thing that changes is the preposition. So it's prepositional, okay? But if we say, uh, look for, look for the information, look up the information, uh, look into this case, okay, then the meaning of look has changed a little bit. So you've got look, um, you've got investigate, okay, so that's kind of a difference also between a prepositional verb and a phrasal verb. But the idea of the transitive and the intransitive, I hope that part is clear, and hopefully you're still with me. And if you are still with me, we're going to now cover the separable and the inseparable. And I have some good news for you. This area, the separable and the inseparable, only relates to the transitive phrasal verbs. And what it means, if it's uh, separable, it means that the verb and the preposition or the particle or the adverb can be separated, okay? So the example I gave you at the beginning about um, I get the kids up in the morning. I get the kids up. This is actually transitive because we have the direct object, the kids. And I also separated the verb and the preposition. And I put the kids in the middle. So get the kids up. In this particular case, it is not correct to say get up the kids. Okay. So this particular phrase of verb must be separated. In some cases, there are phrasal verbs that can be separated or not separated, the verb and the preposition. Okay, but get up is one where the separation of the verb and the preposition is necessary. Now, here's a phrasal verb that you can separate or leave with the verb and the preposition together. Okay, we're going to look at take out. So, for example, every night I take out the trash. I take out the rubbish, I take out the garbage. Okay, take out in this case is together. But I could also say every night I take the rubbish out. Or I take the trash out, I take the garbage out. Okay, so in this case it is possible to separate or keep them together. And for the majority of transitive phrasal verbs, this is the case. You can separate them or keep them together and there's no difference. That's pretty good, right? But, of course, there are exceptions. Okay, so for example, let's look at get off. Okay, so get off the bus. Okay, it's transitive because we have the bus, the direct object. 
but you cannot say get the bus off. So this one is inseparable. Get on the train. Get on must be together. To run into someone, which means to, to meet someone by accident, run into someone, or it can actually be to have a collision with someone. Uh, look after the kids, okay? Look after must be together. You cannot say look the kids after. So look after the kids. To run out of milk. This case actually has uh, two prepositions. You got out of together. And another one with more than one preposition is put up with. So um, I have to put up with this situation. You cannot separate those words. Now, how do you know when it's possible to separate them and not? Well, probably you've just learnt them in the context, in which case it's a question of memorising. But if you're looking at a list of phrasal verbs and you want to use them and you don't know um, if it's possible to separate, I think the only thing you can really do is um, say them out loud or in your head and see which one sounds best. Now, that sounds like a very weak um, excuse. It doesn't sound like a very focused or a very good rule, but if you go back and you think, right, let's go back to some of those, those phrasal verbs that we saw and read them to yourself separated from the preposition, the verb and the preposition separated or together, and you'll probably get a good idea of the ones that sound good or not. Now, I've tried this out with many people in the past and it's like it's worked about 90% of the time. So there are a few exceptions, but 90% of the time, just by hearing it one way or the other, you know which one is more correct. Okay, now there is some more good news related to phrasal verbs and a good rule, um, and that is if you're dealing with transitive phrasal verbs, the ones that require a direct object, then it is also possible to substitute the direct object for an object pronoun like I, you, him, her, us, and them. And, now this is the good news, if you use the pronoun, then 99% of the time, the pronoun goes between the verb and the preposition. Okay, here are some examples. Switch it off, turn it up, turn it down, switch it on, drop her off, give them up, get them up, and turn it around. Now I said 99% of the time, so that suggests that there are some exceptions. Now, I've been teaching English for more than 25 years, and in this time I've come across very, very few exceptions to this rule. Unfortunately, I can't say it's 100% because I do know a couple of exceptions. And those exceptions are these. Okay, looking after is not correct. We'd have to say look after it. And look it for is also not correct. It'd be look for it. Okay, so these really are the only examples that I've come across um, you know, in all my years. Now, there will be more. You may know more. If you do, uh, please drop them in the comments below to share with not only other people, but also with me, because uh, it's always good to know more. Um, but the general rule, 99% of the time, if you use a pronoun with a phrasal verb, you put the pronoun between 
the verb and the preposition. So that's uh, the end of this uh, quite long video. If you've reached the end, congratulations. I hope it's been useful. Most of the other videos will probably be a little bit shorter. And uh, for now, I'm going to say go practice some English. I'll see you in the next one. Take care.